if you are following the, the script, you probably you realize that I chose uh, a shorter option. Uh, why? Because it's pretty long gospel. And even the shorter form is really packed with many details. So I'm going to talk about the essence. I thought, let's do just the short form so I can speak longer, right? This is how, how it usually works. Uh, We have to use our imaginations, okay, for this gospel. Uh, if you have been to the Holy Land, it should be much easier for you. If you haven't, just imagine, uh, I would say like Phoenix, Arizona in July. Uh, that is how hot it gets in, in the Holy Land. So if you are going with Father Brian this June to the Holy Land, uh, good luck, you know. Uh, I would never do this. Uh, I mean, not with Father Brian, but like in June. It's too hot. I've been to the Holy Land twice, obviously in October and February. It's, it was perfect. I don't understand pilgrimages in June, July. I guess it's cheaper, that's the point. Uh, and I, you know why. So now, when you know how hot it gets, think about Jesus. You know, Jesus who is truly human and truly God, 100% both, he gets tired. He's human. So he sits down uh, at this well while we know the apostles went to the town to get some food, right? So he is by himself. And now <clears throat> you have this woman, Samaritan woman. A few, really, a few details here. It's noon. You know, John tells us it's noon. If you live in, in the Holy Land in Jesus' time, there is just two, two times when you would get water from the well. It's sunrise and sunset, okay? The, the coolest, you know, uh, uh, points of the day, I would say. You never do this at noon. No one does it at noon. No one. So you have this woman who breaks the first rule. And you know why? If you read the longer version, even before, you know, uh, today, you know why? Because she's living with, her, uh, with another guy who is not her husband. We're just breaking another rule. And women, that was her job to get water from the well. Guys would never do this, okay? So now you have her going to the well to get some water at noon because she knows no one is going to be there. But who is there? This weird guy, 33 years old, just like me, pretty handsome, the Jew, and he's a guy. That's another rule, but it's broken right now. What is he doing there? If you are a woman, probably you should get it. Just imagine walking to your home by yourself at 1 a.m. Pretty, pretty dangerous. That's probably how she felt. Like, you know, what's going to happen? That's, that's unusual. And now, many, many uh, saints talk about this. If you look at this passage, just this one, you know, no one is talking at this point, just, you know, the, the meeting happens. Many saints said that that's what Jesus does every time with the Catholic Mass, because this woman is going to get some water, something that everyone needs, and she needs to do it. She needs to keep coming there. But you have this man, 
Jesus Christ, truly God, truly man, who is not supposed to be there. That's what happens many, many times in our lives when you can meet God when you don't expect. Okay? <coughs> Jesus always lower, goes, I would say, goes lower with his divinity towards us. That's what happened with, you know, incarnation at Christmas. He became man. He didn't have to. That's what happened at the cross. He died. He didn't have to. Now he's sitting there. He didn't have to. St. Paul says in the second reading, but Jesus died, this is the proof, but he loves us so much, but he died for us. This is really funny, actually. St. Paul says, indeed, only with difficulty does one die for a just person. Through perhaps for a good person, one might even find courage to die. So yeah, if you know, okay, I can die for my spouse, right? Because she or she is a good person. But like dying for a, for a criminal, you wouldn't find a volunteer to do it. And guess what? Each one of us, because we are sinners, we are criminals. You commit, you commit many, many crimes every day, and there is one punishment for it. It's death. It's penalty. Death penalty. No other option. And here you have Jesus who is like, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to die for you so you don't have to. That's why St. Paul says it's, it's, so, it's so beautiful. So you have this woman now and Jesus. But Jesus, who is God, he, he perfectly knows, you know, but her life is unstable. And she's avoiding people. She's kind of like an outcast. She knows that everyone is gossiping about her. He knows all of it. He really does. But still out of love, he became one of us. This is how God, this is the proof that Christianity is the only one truly religion because God, who loves you so much, became one of you. You cannot find any other religion but any God would do this. That's the only one, the true one. Now, again, St. Paul says this is, this is the proof. This is the proof. And if you think about St. Paul, St. Paul, he was a Pharisee. He was persecuting Christians, right? Because he thought, but if I follow the law of Moses, I will maybe get to heaven. Okay? If I try to do my best to fulfill the rules, I might get to heaven. But when he met Jesus on the way to Damascus, it changed everything, right? Remember the story? Sir, who are you? I am Jesus who, whom you are persecuting. The point of this story with Samaritan woman is when you meet God, when you don't expect him, it should change your life completely. That's what happened with Samaritan woman. That's what happened with St. Paul. Okay? And Jesus now, who speaks with her, says that I know who you are, I know your whole life, and you keep coming here to, of course, to get water. Now, what's the lesson for us here? Uh, it's really simple. Once you were like a Samaritan woman. Each one of you and don't say no, because I hear confessions. 
each one of you met God at some point in your life. Maybe it was like one-time thing, or maybe that was a period of time. Uh, you met Jesus somehow. And that's why you are here every Sunday, because it changed your life. Okay, it changed your life. You keep coming here to Our Lady of Lourdes, but, you know, for the Catholic Mass, to get water that can quench your thirst. First, forgot. Something that just regular water cannot do, right? You have to keep drinking and drinking and drinking, and that's what I was told when I came here to, to Colorado the first time. Uh, I was told, you have to drink a lot of water. And I was like, why? Because I never actually did this in Poland, like, you know, it was never a thing. Sooner than later, I found out why. When I got a terrible headache in the mountains, right? We need water to live. And in with eternal water, living water, but gives you life, and that's a Catholic Mass. You come here to the well to get some water, and guess what? You don't need a bucket. You just need your heart, open heart. Many, many times uh, I found out that as the Catholic priest, uh, I meet a lot of uh, people, Catholics and non-Catholics, normal and weird, okay? People are weird sometimes. Uh, but whenever they see this, there are just two reactions. I'm totally rejected or people totally open their hearts. There are just two options here. There is no middle ground. I told Father Ryan that this is the key to human hearts. This is how you open uh, their hearts. Which is true, happened to me many times. When someone who had some problems with the church or with God, when they see this, usually there is a rejection right away, but then uh, they want to talk. At the hospital when the spouse is dying, uh, at the grocery store when I'm in line, someone like, Father, can you pray for me? Uh, my own family members, probably you heard this story before. A few years ago, I was uh, in Poland just visiting my parents for Christmas, my last Christmas in Poland. And as a family custom, I had to go to this dinner. Uh, but I knew that one of the family members uh, had some issues with the church, specifically because he was uh, with another woman and he was divorced, like this woman in the gospel. And guess what happened? He was sitting next to me at the dinner. I didn't have this, but he knew who I was, right? And I told my mom, this is not a good idea. I, I came from all over the United States to have a really nice dinner. And now I'm gonna just uh, listen to all the stuff that he wants to tell me, because it's my thought, right? as a Catholic priest, because I tell him he, he cannot do it. Guess what happened? For almost two hours, uh, he was actually attacking me for everything the church has done through the centuries. 
the Crusades in the Middle Ages, my fault, mea culpa, sexual scandal, mea culpa, Reformation, Inquisition, Father Vito's fault. But after two hours, I was surprised when finally, when we were saying goodbye to, to each other, he came up to me and with his tears in eyes, uh, he thanked me, but I just talked to him. Like very first time he could talk to someone like a representative of the church who didn't judge him, who didn't say, you know, okay, you are a terrible sinner. I was surprised, but it worked. And it works many, many times. Not always, but it usually does. And this is how it worked with this woman. When finally she realized that this is the, the Messiah, the Christ, it changed her life completely, right? Now she, as you can see, the whole gospel started with her coming to the well because she wanted to avoid people. The gospel ends with her going back to the village and telling everyone what just happened. You see the change? If you met Jesus in your life, your life had to change. There is no other way around. If nothing changed, something is wrong. When you meet him, it changes your life. Like, I've never thought to become a priest. But I met him, and here I am. That was not my plan, you know, all this stuff. What am I doing here? His idea. And now I'm telling everyone in foreign language about him. I was really bad at English when I was in middle school. But this is not me. This is what happens when you meet God. It changes your life. It changes your life. In a few minutes, uh, I will be reading the, the preface, and usually each preface for each Sunday of Lent gives you like the, the, the essence of this Sunday. So this is what, what you will hear in a few minutes. For when he asked the Samaritan woman for water to drink, he had already created the gift of faith within her. By asking for a drink, he just planted the gift of faith. And so he ardently did first for her faith, but he kindled in her the fire of divine love. Fire that, you know, she couldn't really contain. So she had to, she had to tell, tell everyone. Brothers and sisters, each one of you knows a Samaritan woman in your life. Could be a family member, could be a friend, a coworker. We know people, Catholics, who don't practice anymore. Something happened in their lives. And since they are Catholics, they know the rules, like St. Paul, but they maybe never met Jesus. So their lives are still like they used to be. But you are supposed to be now like a Samaritan woman who met Jesus. Now you want to go back to your village, whatever it means, I don't know, and tell people how you met him, how he changed your life. This is how we evangelize people. This is that testimony. 
being the apostle means you are a witness. You tell people what, what happened. You don't have to know Greek, okay? It's nice when you know some words, like Father Brian. But the key of being a Christian is, I met him, he changed my life, and I have to tell everyone about it. This is the first Sunday of Lent. We are almost half through it. Think about, you know, how God changed your life. Why you are here today? Why you are here today? Because something happened. You know what happened. He knows what happened. He knows you. He planted the gift of faith. That's why you keep coming to the eternal well of water. The water that can really quench your thirst for God. So thank you for coming and see you next Sunday. Uh, that's the only one place where you can get enough water to live. Jesus is life, way, and truth. There is no other way, way to, to find fulfillment in this life. Let's, let's spread the good news. How you met God, how he changed your life. Become the apostle. <laughs>